Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. What's up, y'all? Yes, it's the Russ Podcast, one of your favorite podcasts. Today, we'll be talking to the comedian Earthquake, who's got a special on Netflix. Dave Chappelle, man, hooked him up. And he's absolutely doing an incredible job. If you have not checked it out, make sure you go to Netflix for the Dave Chappelle comedy special. And, of course, uh, Earthquake is featured on there. And I'm telling you, man, it is one of the funniest 35, 45 minutes that you're going to see. He lands every joke. And, of course, we're going to be talking to Genuine today on our Celebrity Hotline. Yeah, Genuine. You remember Pony? Yeah. He's touring the country doing his thing. So, Action Pack Podcast today. All right, let's go to Earthquake. This is some bullshit. You know what? Here's the deal. It's like Earthquake, I ain't talked to him in about a year or two, right? I say, hey, man, let's get together and let's talk, right? Okay? So, I'm like looking forward to this conversation, and this nigga tell me he's in the car. You're in the yeah. car. Is, is that the kind of respect that Russ Parr gets? Yes, you get the respect, man. You know, I had to go do my workout, man, and as soon as I finished, I said, let me call Russ Parr. Yeah, so I got to hear you like going in and out because you're probably in L.A. traveling through mountains. So no. I'm telling everybody right now listening to this interview, it ain't going to be great quality because uh, Earthquake – uh, has bestowed upon me, which I thought I was legendary. I guess that I am not. So he doesn't brought me back to reality to the fact that, you know, I'm just, just like some regular, you know, come lately dude that he can just call me from his car phone. Bullshit. And I call it on you, man. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking earthquake. You know, I, nigga, I don't put you in movies and shit. You yes, know, you, you know, it's like, you did a Denzel Washington in the movie that we did. It's like everybody's like, man, that that earthquake remind me of Denzel so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, this dude, he's a, he kills it, man. Nah, anyway, I'm I'm just fucking with you, man, and I didn't mean to call you the N word. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, anyway, man, you sound like you're getting healthy, man. You got to exercise. You exercising every day and shit. Yeah, man, I got I to gotta get this belly off me, man. You know, I got to uh, stay in it, man. I want to enjoy this money that's about to come to me. Yeah. So you got me on speakerphone, yeah. too, don't you? You got me on speakerphone. No, I, I do not, man. Oh, okay. Oh, God. well, I knew there was a silver lining in all this bullshit. Oh, you don't even have me on speakerphone. That's a beautiful thing. So listen, Earthquake. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. So I called you, man, because... One day, my wife and I, we were going through Netflix, and we saw this Dave, Dave Chappelle, you know, uh, presenting comedians and shit. And I looked at the lineup, and I saw your name on it, and I'm like, damn, you would think Dave would get somebody that was good. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know you're going to have to take some shit when you talk to me. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, my guy. <laughs> no, man, but see, let me just say this. You know, because I know Dave is from from the DMV area, and of course, you grew up in the DMV, Blue High School, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not familiar with this dude, uh, back in the day, uh, Earthquake uh, used to sell a lot of drugs, and uh, <laughs> that's not in your that's not in your bio here that you guys sent me. Let's see if I can. 
looking through your bio. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't really drugs, but it was actually stuff from other people's houses. But, uh, but let me. I gotta ask you, man. How did you? How did you? Why did you name yourself Earthquake? Let's just go. Let's start right there. Why do you call yourself Earthquake? The true, the true reason I named myself Earthquake. Uh, insecurity, to be quite honest with you. Really? And cause, yeah, because my thing was, if this didn't work out, I would mess up my good name. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> so if it, if it didn't come to fruition, you know, people like, hey, what's up, Earthquake? No, oh, my, my, my Earthquake, my name is that. I don't know no Earthquake. Oh. So, You're serious, it, aren't you? It was, it, yeah, very serious. I needed a name. The buffer my insecurity if this didn't work out, you know. And wow! Uh, fortunately for God, it did. Yeah, yeah. Because you've been doing stand up for what thirty years? Thirty years since night when I got out of the military after the Desert Storm uh, conflict. Wow. Uh, Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, man. 91. That that's yeah. a long time because you know a lot of people don't make it. You know, I I kind of did stand up comedy. You know, when I was you know, just out of college and I will say next to boxing, it's the most grueling sport you can be involved with. Because here's the thing with stand up comedy. And a lot of people have heard me say this one night with your material. You just kill. Everybody's on the floor crying and laughing. And then you get all cocky and, you know, start feeling yourself the next night. You do the same act. And nobody's laughing. And you got to understand that's grueling. That's grueling. That, that, that messes with your self-esteem. It's painful. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to make a living like this. So I just kind of focus more on the radio and the filmmaking, you know, <laughs> cause like I, I just, I couldn't deal with that, man. I don't, how do you deal with that? I mean, when you have a, a crowd that literally just, they're just not feeling you, man. I mean, does it hurt your feelings at this point in your career after 30 years of being on stage? Well, wrestling never happened to me, to be quite honest with you. We have a, we, we, we have a system that you have is I do them by numbers. Uh, okay, a number four joke is a joke that works as a filler. And you hear comedians saying all the time, how the ladies doing? Get to see ladies, that da 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 Number three is a joke. A uh, number three joke is a joke that uh, uh, you get laughs sometimes, like you said. You know, it could be, but a number two joke is fifty-fifty. It could work tonight, might not work tomorrow. Hmm. Now, when you do number one, number ones will work anyway. You be at a funeral and their father's dead. So, what you try to do is what I do is. Before I do anything and put it out there, I make sure I got all number one. So that keeps you from having what you have before because they're number one infested. They've been there on there. So you put them in. A lot of people keep their closing joke. That's their number one. Mm. Me, I, my closing joke is my beginning joke, my middle joke here. So once you get a closing, you make it a number one. Uh, you... You just line up with more number one so you can make sure that you don't have that problem of the infrequency of it working one day and not working the night. So it's like tri trial balloons. It's trial balloons. You you throw out. Yeah. 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 Trial, they've been trial, they've been tested. 
the only way people does not get my jokes on it is if I didn't deliver it the way it's supposed to come out. Because some word or one reflection can mess the joke up, even if it's written right. Mm. So you have to keep, for me, I got to make sure my environment is good and my mind is locked in on what I'm going to talk about. Mm. And I know exactly what I want to talk about. And that keeps me having from having what you said previously, the infrequency of one day is good and the next day is dumb. So now here's here's one thing for all those folks that have ever seen Earthquake Live or you're going to go see Earthquake somewhere. Do not, I repeat, do not heckle Earthquake. It will be a disaster for you. This dude has so much in his chamber that he can keep firing at, and it's always loaded. So when you start feeling yourself, have a couple of drinks, you're there with your girl, um, she's not leaving with you. Don't go at Earthquake. I have seen him take people apart in the course of 35 seconds and just look at him <laughs> and walk away. Don't do that. Spare, spare yourself. Um, you know, I, I was watching the special, uh, the Dave, Dave Chappelle special, and I called you and I said, Dude, every one of your jokes landed. That doesn't happen all the time because there's a lot of folks, man, that they get up there and some hit, some don't. And I'm like, man, they must have edited some good stuff. And you said, no, that was my straight routine that I did. And I'm like, if you guys have not gone to Netflix and checked out the Chappelle special with, with Earthquake, you've got to watch it. The man is killing it there. Absolutely killing it. And and I'm I'm just proud of you, man, because you know, it's it's and I know it's second nature to you because this is what you do for a living. But sometimes, man, you hit a rut. Sometimes in your career, man, you just hit a you hit a wall. Have you ever hit a wall? Yes. Yes. Um when personal things affect you, your family, um, when I went through my divorce, I hit a rut. When I was sitting right here and seeing my peers get opportunities that I thought I at least should have got an opportunity, because they always looked at my peers as not that they was better than me, that they just got an opportunity and they cashed in on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, so I was like, damn, am I ever going to have an opportunity? I remember uh, Bernie Mac told me, you know, he was like, wait to fail and uh, you know I didn't get a chance to mm. tell him uh, man I didn't fail but I do have opportunity to fail mm. opportunity to fail I never had that I, I never hosted Thomas Drew I never host Def Jam mm. I never host Showtime at the Park. I never had my own TV show I always brothers I always the only movie roles I got was brothers like you coming back like I know you funny I'm gonna put you in the movie you know, I only got this card on it, and I do that what it is, and you just keep going on it. So you 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 sit back like, when am I ever gonna get my chance? Mm. When I am I ever gonna they gonna get to the E? When they gonna call letter E for earthquake? When am I? How long I'm wow. gonna be the bridesmaid and never the bride? Mm. And so those put you in rut. But then again, from coming from South DC. In the key where I'm at now, I, I snap out of quick because I have already exceeded my expectations for my life coming out of blue. If mm. you, if it ain't got nobody even before the special, and my uh, career counselor would have came in and said, you can go around the world, tell a jokes worth an hour, uh, an hour a day, 
make $4 million a year because I was making great money because I sell 3,000 tickets and I charge $100 a ticket. So on the road, I was killer. Mm-hmm. With the accolation, I wasn't getting so I wasn't getting the pitch thing. So at that time, I was like, all right, man, I, I can't complain. Cause yeah, so, you know, you snap out of it and say, if it don't get no better than this, I won. And that's how you deal with it. Yeah, man. I got so you. you get out of rut real quick. It's, it's a humbleness of thanking, thanking, thanking God for what you have instead of what you thought you should have. Mm. What you think you deserve. Right. You know what I mean? And I never let that get into because I see so many other comedians be angry. Yeah. And once you let the anger get into you, all the creativity is gone. Your perspective is gone. So I fought against that. So wow. that's why. Well, listen, hold on one second here. We're talking earthquake. I'm going to ask you some really deep questions about your material um, that I thought was very informative. Um, and, and I love that Chappelle put you on this big stage, man, because it's long overdue, yeah. man. One of the yeah. one of the best kept secrets in, in comedy, earthquake. We'll have more with him in just one second. Stay right there. All right, we're back with Earthquake. Yes, I'm I'm telling you, we had to try to get his phone right. And, you know, you do half the whole interview here and him sounding like he's like drinking and underneath the water and all that. But it's all good. Hey, so Earthquake, um, if you guys haven't checked it out, um, Dave Chappelle has a special where he's highlighting uh, uh, some of the best comedians in the business. And, of course, Earthquake fits that bill. And um, one thing about your, your show, man, watching this, I was just like really blown away with the fact that you were using humor to educate people about their health. And I'm like, I'm like, I said to my wife, I said, I wonder if earthquake is going through that. Cause we haven't talked in a while. I said, I'm wondering if he's going, you know, talking about prostate and, and prostate cancer and things like that. And, you know, I hope you don't, I hope I'm not stepping over a boundary here, but it's kind of something you've been dealing with, right? Yeah, what it was is more of a, a situation that uh, I went to get my physical, and I found out that uh, my prostate was enlarged, and I had to go check it out, and uh, and um, I just have an enlarged prostate. So, you know, you have to make sure you stay on top of it, because when I did my physical, they did the blood work, and it said my PSA was high, and and. Uh, I had to do all the tests and make sure. So right now, it's more of just monitoring, making sure that it doesn't turn into anything like cancer and the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And I've been battling with that to just make to stay on top of it. So I get my yearly physical. Um, of course, I get my colonoscopy. But for my prostate, more than that, than anything, I make sure that I get a biopsy to mm-hmm. make sure everything's good on that and uh, MRI and the rest mm-hmm. of it to monitor because this is prostate cancer is prevalent in our community. Absolutely. And and we have to make sure you stay on top of it. Now, the procedure on checking it is very against everything as what we call a real black man is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, to live, to, I mean, if that's, if that's how to take it, that's what you got to do. Well, you know, I, and I think, and, and you wouldn't believe, because when I, I was going through uh, some of those issues where I had to wind up having a colon resection because I waited too long and I had a polyp that was so big that they had to, they couldn't take it out during a colonoscopy. Um, And they took it out and uh, they, they found a a little bit of cancer in it, but 
the deal was is that if you go if you go and you're proactive and you get that done on a regular basis, then you can stay ahead of it because it's very curable. But a lot of times, Early. man, we don't, man, I don't want anybody, you know, sticking their, their, their finger in my rear and this. Man, that can save your life. It, it really yeah. can. I've just lost some people really close to me just recently from colon cancer. And, you know, we thought we were ahead of it. And, and, and it was Kango Kid from UTFO. And, and he passed a couple months ago. And it was devastating because I thought that, you know, he was, he was winning. And, you know, cancer has no mercy. So I really, I took my hat off to you, bro, because you basically turned something and made it humorous, but it was educational at the very same time. You know, we walk around and not know our blood pressure is elevated because you don't feel it's a silent killer. How is your blood pressure, by the way? My pressure is good. I had high blood pressure. I've been taking my medication for that over 10 years. I get a physical um, every year. I'm on top of my health, just like I'm on top of my career. And I prioritize it. What I tell my, you know, and I didn't put it in special, but usually us black men feel that the diagnosis is the killer. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Chris Rock said it so better. Is the money is in the treatment, not in the cure. So why shouldn't you be treated? And if nothing else, this country owes us that much. Mm. best care for all that we done put here for. And I'd be damned if they're going to put all these hospitals and urgent care up and something wrong with my chest and I'm going to go home and take a nap and drink a, drink a ginger ale. You're going you gonna to take care of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see you. And you're going to treat me. And I'm so, I, you know, you admit, I've been doing this for a while and you, you, I, you should see how many our sisters come up to me and say thank you. Because now I can get him to go to the doctor. I know he's not stressed, but he feels that we feel it's a death sentence. And personally speaking, to be honest with you, Russ, I would hate for something to be wrong with my body and just ignore it. And it, and finally be forced to go to the doctor. And he said, boy, you the guy here two weeks ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was just in your ear. Where is that now? It's in your foot. How long I got? Tomorrow. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, you, 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 you have to. Take it on. And it's the most beautiful thing because health is wealth. If they ain't learn anything through this pandemic is, that bag don't mean nothing if your health is gone. Yeah. And, that and, bag and, don't and, mean damn thing. And, and the, the, the big issue, in, and I loved how you, you interwove, you know, com, comic relief about COVID. You know, it's just sad that there's so many of us, and, and we have been affected disproportionately. I'm talking about black Americans. Um getting COVID and dying because one thing that COVID will do, it will find your pre-existing conditions. It will find that. And I, you know, I've been borderline diabetes and a lot of people think, Oh, it's about the sugar and this and that diabetes for the most part is hereditary. You know, you, you, Mm. you can do whatever you want, but you need to know that you're getting high blood pressure uh, can be a result from diabetes. There's so many things uh, that, you know, if you just get checked and a lot of folks, well, I, I can't afford it. A lot of us don't have health insurance, but Obamacare is, is, is a beast. If you just look into it, yes, it is It is a beast yes, it and, is. and it will save your life. And, you know, they did everything they could to stop it. But I just love the fact that you were able to take some humor 
and and talk about COVID because there's so many people, man, that it's like, I'm not taking a shot. And I used to be mad at all these conservative white folks walking around without their mask and not vaccinating. Then I went around and looked, wait a minute, we're not doing it either. I didn't get that. It just didn't make sense to me. It's like, you know, it's, it's like, we're not going to tell them that, hey, there's medications that can really help you. They're not telling people about certain treatments. You don't get to find out until somebody you happen to do some research. But, man, hats off to you, man. But Earthquake, I, I just want to say, man, I love the special. Um, you know, I know this will open up bigger doors for you, you know, so you can get that money. Um, but... <laughs> but now it, it's it's for you. I don't know if it's all about the money. I, I think it's about the legacy and the respect of your years of toiling in these clubs, man, uh, that you, you get recognized. And um, hats off to Dave Chappelle. I got to ask you, did Dave call you and say, hey, man, I, I want you to do this? How did that work? Um, no, I got a call from my agent. And he said the president of Netflix, is on the phone, and he's, he's asking for your phone number so he can give it to Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle has called him, and he want to ink a deal. They just verbally inked a deal to uh, produce my special, and Dave wanted to call you. So I thought, to be honest with you, I thought somebody was prank calling, right? <laughs> yeah. I said, sure, Dave could have my number. Sure, hit on it. <laughs> So about ten minutes later, Dave called me on my on my cell and was like, "Hey man, I want to do, <laughs> I want to do your special. I want to produce your special, man." I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah," and he did it. He got me paid well. He uh, wow. did it, and as the a courier that he is, particularly is he. I put Dave Chappelle. I worked with Dr. Dre on this pill thing because mm-hmm. I was the voice for the pill. When he had the pill. Mm-hmm. And we had to do it. And when I tell you, him and Dr. Dre are the same way that when they produce, produce their thing, they're so particular. They, they want it the way it is, mm-hmm. but you cannot mess with their um, the results. Mm-hmm. And man, when I tell you how he did it, the way he did it, and the result he did it, I'm so glad he did. Well, I'm glad he did too, I man. Because you know, you one of my boys, man. I got mad love for you. True. And I was just so proud. My wife was in tears, and she don't laugh at every comedian. She was in tears watching. Y'all got to check out that Dave Chappelle comedy special with Earthquake, man. It is a beast, and you'll love it. And I, I think you saved some lives, man, by telling about while making people laugh, and that's a beautiful thing. Hey, Quake. We'll get together soon, man. Yeah. I, I got a movie that I'm working on. It's a prison love story. And I thought that you could probably play uh, one of the thugs that falls in love with one of the inmates that comes in. And um, you can do your own stunts. Uh, Only a couple of love scenes. I think you'll love it. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> this is what Earthquake does. He just laughs at my stuff. He don't even try to come back. Uh, he, don't, he just laughs at my stuff because he knows I'm full of crap. <laughs> hey, love you, man. Love, love you. I love you. Tell them to follow me at The Real Earthquake, man. The Real Earthquake. The Real Earthquake. You got it. Follow him. 
All right, man. I love you, man. All Bye. right, same here. You take Bye. care. Bye. All right, coming up next, man, Bye. we're going to be talking to Genuine. Yes, a celebrity flash with my man, Genuine. So stay right there, y'all. Well, on the line right now, his name is Genuine. Um, some people yeah, know him as Genuine. Some people know him as G. Some people just know him as an incredible artist, and that's what I know him as. How you doing today, man? I'm good, my brother. How you been, man? It's been a long time since the holiday. Oh, man. man, it's been a minute. What have you been into, man? You're doing everything. Uh, hey, man, since, since, the, since the beginning, man, I've just been always on the road. So I'm actually on the road now. I'm in Shreveport, and then tomorrow i got to go to uh, Omaha, Nebraska. So, Damn. you know, I'm staying busy, man. Just staying busy. So, just doing my thing. So let me ask you. On the road, are, are you know, obviously there's a lot of people and there's always been that concern about uh, COVID and the whole nine. How are you guys managing yeah. that? Is, is Has it changed your shows? Do people have to take tests to come in? How's that work? Well, yeah, sometimes in some of the venues, um, they have COVID restrictions and all that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I pretty much just try to stay away from, you know, everybody in that regard as far as in in, in the backstage and all that kind of stuff. But, right. you know, we mask up and we just try to follow protocol, man. But, you know, for the most part, mm-hmm. um, we've been, you know, pretty, pretty lucky or pretty, you know, right. cool with our COVID stuff. So you're on the road with a bunch of people, you know, Lloyd and boy, Bobby V and Tank and of course, yourself, and of course, the weak link would be a Tank, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, Tank could probably do stand-up comedy. He's hilarious. You know what I mean? The dude is oh, funny. Oh, yeah, he does. Yes, yes he does. He's just he's naturally pretty funny. good at it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I got to ask you, man, it's like, you know, there's a lot of ladies that have been following you, and yeah, I mean, you, you haven't changed. You look the same age. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> so, what is the secret? Is it, you know, marijuana, some fountain of youth thing? Right, what are you doing? Hey, man, it's just a lot of Henny. And, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a little bit of working out, man, for yeah. real. Like, it's just good genes, like, I guess, man. I'm thankful, blessed, and all that, man, because yeah. I've always been told that, man. So, hey, yeah. you it know, is what it is. I'm a ride until the wheels fall off. There you go. Uh, I think the big thing, man, is that, you know, we just got to stay healthy and active, and, and, and that's what you're obviously doing. Um, yes, sir. On your show, man, are you are you still dancing like you did back in the early pony days? Well, I'm just not flipping. You know, these <laughs> old legs, these, these old legs can't do that no more. But yeah, I'm definitely moving. And you know what? I've I've, I've realized it's like when you stop doing it, that's when you can't do it. So as long exactly. as you continuing to do it and all that, nah, your yeah. body is just, you know, no use to it. So you can just continue to do it. So that's what I've been doing all these years, man. Still doing that. Pony is about what? 25 26 years, years old. 26 years old. When yeah. you first went into the studio to do that record, did you have any yeah. idea or you just knew this is it? <laughs> uh, believe it or not, Russ, yeah, I did, man. I, I didn't know how big it was, but you you know, if you've been in music and, and, and writing music and lyrics and all that for as long as I have, you kind of know what's special and what's just a good record. And I actually knew that that was um, going to be one of those records that was going to make me. Now, again, I didn't know how big it would be, but I knew once we did it, mm-hmm. I, I I knew it was special. I really did. I even made steps up mm-hmm. and started working out, trying to get my stomach right and all that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Yeah. So I just knew once they heard that that was going to be my ticket right there, at least to get in. I didn't know how long it was going to be. but yeah. yeah. I, I think the big thing about you 
G, is that, you know, you have different kinds of range. When I first heard Pony, I'm like, this is yeah. really different. And right. then, you right. know, I, I can listen to some other cuts later on, and and you have a different sound. Were you purposely trying to do something different on every every album or you just like, Hey, this is just what it is. I'm just going to stay true to, to this game. I just, I wanted to stay true, true to myself. Like I've always told people I'm not really a singer. Like I'm, I'm a entertainer. Like I yeah. sing, but you know, but I'm more so an entertainer. I, I followed the, like the, the footsteps of Prince, Michael Jackson, Jackie Wilson, Nat King Cole, mm-hmm. uh, Marvin Gaye, and all those guys. So I just wanted to do a mixture of all of those guys and um, just try to stay in this business as long as I can. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's been good to me, man. 26 years, I've seen some come, I've seen some go, mm-hmm. you know, and for me to still be here working every weekend, like usually, like for the last, you know, man, since I've been in here, mm-hmm. like every weekend is pretty much taken. Right. You know, um, I, it's, it's a blessing for me to still be here doing it and doing it on the level that I'm doing it. Genuine. I've always been a big fan, man. It's so great to see brothers from around the way, man, just doing big things and continue to make that money, man. So, hey, I got nothing but love for you, man. You take care of yourself. Blessings to you, King. All right, man. Take care now. All right, there it is, the Russ Podcast. I want to thank our very special guest today, Earthquake. Check him out on Netflix, Dave Chappelle Comedy Special. He is killing it. Also, when he comes to your town, yes, Genuine, he's performing. And, yeah, he's still doing that pony thing. Not dancing as much, but he's doing his thing. I want to thank him for joining us. And make sure you guys check out next week's podcast. Yes, the Russ Podcast. Uh, wherever you can hear a podcast, that's where you'll find us. Y'all take care.